Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can join the conversation at 888-729-3776. We're asking who has the most leverage now, Packers, Rodgers, or the Jets. So Aaron Rodgers, guys, good morning, good morning. Hey, how you guys good morning. doing? Hey, how you doing morning. there? Hey, you doing good? Hey, man, you know, just chomping at the bit. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, the yeah. I am super excited for today. Mm-hmm. It is Why? the start, because today is the start of March Madness. Mm-hmm. It is oh, wow. Thursday. <laughs> All I'm saying is a hooper. Very exciting times. Me too. Santa's a hooper. You know, right. Just it, it takes one exciting to know one. Key. It takes yeah. one to know one, baby. Yeah. Get together with I some buddies tonight. To Duke Blues. Yes, yes, that's correct. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't put that energy out there on my squad. You Almost see the tournament bracket challenge. Brackets. You see what we got Oof. going on here. Woo! It's, it's it's a pretty big deal, Key. It's a pretty right. big deal. I never said it wasn't a pretty big deal. Don't use that voice to me, buddy. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to use a voice to me. <sighs> now, girls, you're both pretty. You guys my mother used to tell my brothers and me. Speaking of college, shows over. Speaking, speaking of uh, yeah, I think college will. basketball at the bottom of the hour, Jim Beheim, former Syracuse head coach, will be joining us. We could have a little Street. tournament talk with him as well. Yeah. Bottom of the hour is 8.30 a.m. Eastern, for those of you unfamiliar with the radio <laughs> terminology. Hey, um, so, so Aaron Rodgers says he wants to play for the Jets in 2023. Can't wait to get Does back this here. give... A lot of people seem to think this gives the Packers leverage because he's made it clear he wants to play for the Jets, of course. By making it clear he wants to play for the Jets since he's under contract, that kind of takes other teams out of it. They're not going to want to trade for a guy who don't want to be there, right? And the Packers already made it clear they want him gone. So I see it as he gives the Jets a little leverage, but Mike T, who made a deal for Brett Favre, the last great Packers quarterback to go to the Jets, says no, it gives the Packers leverage. Here's Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. The decision, I think, was made in my mind whether or not I was able to admit at that point. Uh, really, on that Tuesday, I wanted to play. Um, and then it was, uh, you know, how is my body uh, feeling? Is it going to be able to hold up? So at this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. All right. So, so what does this do? What, what, what is your reaction to him saying that, Key? No, I mean, I really don't have one. This is a team that he wants to play for. He plans on playing football, and he wants to play for the Jets. He does not want to play for the Green Bay Packers anymore. Green Bay has doesn't want him to play. They've got a quarterback that they drafted several years ago in Jordan Love that they want to now turn the keys over to the franchise and let him run the deal. And they got to exercise his fifth-year option. Aaron Rodgers knows all of this, and he wants to play football. And the Jets is the destination. Uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett's there. You know, they just signed Alan Lazar. I'm sure there's a couple other players that Aaron Rodgers is familiar with that they're probably kicking the tires on. So it makes all the sense in the world. I'm, I don't have any issues with the way he's handled it. I don't have any issues with any of it. Just Let's just get the job done. I mean, get the deal done so you can start your new job and we could now move on and talk about something else. Uh, that's the line, Key. For me, uh, what my biggest takeaway yesterday was great. 
Thank goodness. Get it over with. We know you want to go to the Jets. You said it. Fine. There's no more wondering about where else Aaron wants to go or retirement, even though we all knew that wasn't going to be a thing. Fine. You say it. Now we get into the trenches of the details. How do we make this thing actually happen? And if you're the Packers, if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers as one of the most legendary quarterbacks in franchise history, are you willing to accept what the Jets are willing to give you, or are you going to sit in your hands for a while and see if your leverage increases over time? This is why it drives me crazy, guys. I knew exactly what Rodgers was going to say yesterday because there was nothing else to say. There are, at the moment, no other suitors anyway. Jets are a talented young team. Jets want him. Packers already made it clear, as he admitted to him, that they don't want him there. They drafted a guy to replace him. They're on the hook for $60 million if they don't move him. You don't bring a quarterback in who doesn't want to be there when you used a first round. You moved up in the draft to get a first round pick quarterback to replace him. This would be three seasons ago once this new season starts. So we all know Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback. We all know they're not bringing Aaron Rodgers back. We all know that if Rodgers says he wants to go to the Jets, another team's not going to trade for him because no one's going to give up what it, you know draft compensation to bring in a guy and pay him sixty million bucks who doesn't want to be there. You can't win a Super Bowl that way. So do the Packers have leverage? Yes, yeah, sure a little. Do the Jets? Sure a little. Does Rodgers? Sure a little. Meaning no one's got any leverage. This deal's going to get done at a fair price. And if people start to haggle about who's going to get more, maybe someone can ring a fifth-round pick out of it, right? But that's the extent of the leverage. They're not going to go from a second-round pick to the 13th overall pick. I don't, I, I don't know why this is so hard. Like, I, Key, I, see, I think you and I see it the same way. Things are going to get done. Things are going to get Nobody's done for the market things value. Nobody's going to get done, though. But it's why do you keep going done? to that point? Because it's not going to get done. Like, oh, this team has them over a barrel. Now no, they're going to no, get nobody, all this. Nobody's said it like that, though. Yeah. You're, you're, no, nobody, nobody's saying that it, the, the leverage is – Bending you over on the barrel. What are you talking about? Yes, because if you suggest the pack, oh, the Packers are the ones with the leverage here. So in other words, they should get a better deal than they ought to yes. because they have leverage. I'm telling you right now, they they're can not. get a slightly better deal. A slightly? Okay, fine. Slightly. Okay, that's what I've been saying. But what's a what is a slightly better deal? Well, you, uh, an extra fifth key. Let's say. Yeah, exactly. Fifth may turn into a Hall of Famer. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Whatever. Exactly. But, yeah, that's. That's fine. I don't know what they're asking. Uh, they certainly aren't going to get what uh, the Rams gave Detroit for Matthew Stafford. They're not going to get that. And part of the reason they're not going to get that is because everybody knows that Aaron Rodgers is out. Nobody knew that Matthew Stafford was out. No one knew that. So it was kind of like, oh, this is a shock to the surprise. You heard some rumblings. They may look for a quarterback. They may move on from Jared Goff, but you never knew who they were targeting. In this particular instance, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are at odds, and we all know it. So I don't see where they're going to get that type of haul, even though they may think that they deserve that type of haul, but there's no real leverage there. They can sit tight, and they can do nothing. The draft can come and go. Free agency can come and go. They can wait to the summer and monkey around and play, thinking they're hurting Aaron Rodgers in the New York Jets by holding their ground. Number one, Aaron Rodgers can throw with the guys in the offseason at some retreat somewhere in Wyoming or something. They can all get together and throw the ball around. He can teach them the offense, a la Tom Brady during pandemic time. can certainly do that. Sure. No problem at all. Let's assume that that's what happens. But you still got Jordan Love. You've got to exercise his fifth-year option. You still got a young quarterback. No matter what you're telling him, 
He reads the newspaper. He hears the news. He sees what's on his phone. He's looking at this. Aaron Rodgers is still around. Aaron Rodgers is not gone. He's still on your salary cap. So he doesn't know if Aaron Rodgers is coming or going. Even though you're telling him as a Mm -hmm. team, don't worry about it. It's your team, your Mm -hmm. team, your team. Aaron Rodgers is still there. You still he's still on your payroll for crying out loud. Plus, if you think you're going to wait and that's your leverage, if I'm the Jets, I'm going to say, okay, at this at a certain date, my offer is going backwards. It's going down a little bit, and that'll cancel that leverage that day. Good luck with Zach Wilson. (laughs) Galvino in Virginia. Well, no good luck with Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson doesn't have to play till September. Forever, really. Galvino in Virginia. Good luck with who your next quarterback is going to be. Yeah, Galvino. Good luck. Hey, this is Galvino from Bad News. How y'all doing? What's up, Jay? What up, baby? What's up, Key? What's happening? Hey, but yeah, I think the um, I think uh, Rogers have more leverage just waiting around, man. His his expertise, uh, his quarterback IQ, I think it's going to be good. But I can agree with Key too. You know, they can wait it out too. It can be on an even playing field. They just can wait it out too. So I think I think this is a weight game, but I really like to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets. Well, I'm and tired of waiting. Show. Thank you I'm tired of talking about on. it. The more, the more we wait, the more we have to talk about it, and I'm tired of talking about it. Dennis in Delaware, you're on right. KJM. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You know how the Jets can get leverage? Hmm. Is if they trade the 13th pick right now to the Raiders for seven because the Raiders don't need a quarterback with Garoppolo. And the and the Jets could send a message to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Hey, you know, make your move. Otherwise, we're going to go with Will Levis or Richardson. Maybe we'll sign. <laughs> no, a, they, I, you don't know. We'll, I, no, no. I think they I, can't draft and develop. They they drafted two guys within five years in the top three. They're no. not going to wait. Yeah, top, looking, if yeah, I were Packers, I would say good luck with puppies. Richardson. Good luck with Levitt. Good, good luck. No, they're not. They're not. They're not they're doing not, that. They, it's not about it's not about five years from now. It's about today. Yeah, they're ready to and, win and now. And the guy who is, can help them do that today is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And, and Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show that he's not the one holding up the deal. He's not the one holding up the deal. So clearly it's the Green Bay Packers because he's already said who he wants to play for. Two weeks ago, he was holding up the deal. He's given us what we've been asking. Who do you want to play for? What do you want to do? He's given us that. So now it's all on the Packers to make the move, the next move, in compensation and what they want and all that sort of stuff to get the deal closed out. Why do you want to have Aaron Rodgers hovering around your franchise over the next several months when you could just move on from the problems that you've had over the last couple of years? Why would you want to do that? Makes no sense. Connor in Wisconsin, you're on KJM. Thanks for uh, squeezing me in this morning. You there? Yeah, we're here, Connor. What's good? All right. So uh, I think most uh, Green Bay Packer fans think with common sense and logic, like myself. And, uh, you know, here's the deal. I think the thing's going to get done before the draft. I, I think the last guy was maybe on to something where they that might be in the whole grand scheme of things. Uh, you package up some sort of draft pick with the thing. But uh, ultimately, the Green Bay Packers are on the clock. I think most of the fan base here in Wisconsin believes that. We've seen how this uh, administration in in Green Bay has handled things over the last few years. And uh, not, of a, not a lot of us are really all that happy with what they've done. I mean, even just the contract that Rodgers has right now, none of us were in favor of that. That was the dumbest thing, you know. To But he got two MVPs over the last couple of years, so there you go. Wait, it, but, it sounds uh, like you're more mad at the franchise than you are Aaron Rodgers. Is that the case? Well, you know what? I'm, I, I'm excited about the, the Jordan Love opportunity. 
young guy come up. I was the same had the same attitude about Rodgers when Favre was going through it. But this time's different because I did not get a Favre Jets jersey. But this year, I think I will. So, because uh, I look forward to it, guys. He's got some chips on his shoulder now, and uh, he went from ninety percent retired to now he's going to play for the Jets. And an Aaron Rodgers with chips on his shoulder, man, that guy he he balls out. So I look forward to it, and it's basically the Nathaniel Hackett offense that now it's just going to be happening in the Big Apple. Later. Yep, that's good points. A couple of good points there. We want to hear from you. Eight 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 say ESPN. Who's who's in the driver's seat right now? Rodgers, the Packers, or the Jets? KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Or shake it. Shake it. Take it or shake it. Shannon, take it away. All right, here we go. Take it or shake it. Key, I'll start with you. With or without Aaron Rodgers in New York, the Buffalo Bills are still the team to beat in the AFC East. Take it or shake it. I'm going to shake that. Shake that. Because if Aaron Rodgers is with the New York Jets, the Jets are the team to beat in the AFC East. And I understand that the Miami Dolphins, they feel good about Tua. They understand that they just got a lockdown corner in Jalen Ramsey. But the Bills are missing something. I don't know what that something is. Is it the running game? Is it the defense with no Leslie Frazier there? It, can the quarterback stop the mistakes Dable. late in games? Dabo been gone a year now. Can Ken Dorsey all of a sudden change the way Josh Allen has been turning the football over recklessly. I don't know, but I'm shaking it. Yeah, I, I would shake it too. Look, I, I still think Josh Allen, regardless of the turnover issues he had last year, is still the best quarterback in the division, but the most complete team would be the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I agree. My only question – see, I don't think Tua – I'm concerned about Tua's long-term health. If Tua could somehow last the season – Miami's going to be right there. Miami's but, live. But all three of them are. I think the Patriots are in last. But I'm going to take it. Jets are the team. No, or sorry, you said Bills, and it. it's You're going to shake, shake it. it. Jets are the team to beat if they get Rodgers. All right, Keith, the Dallas Cowboys need to sign Odell Beckham Jr. Take it or shake it? I, I mean, take it. Take it. Took it? They, they need to sign a receiver, whether it's Odell Beckham or trade for DeAndre Hopkins or find a way – to get another receiver that can go along and help CeeDee Lamb and company and give them something other than Pollard and CeeDee Lamb in terms of playmaking ability. Now, whether it's OBJ or somebody else, they've got to certainly get somebody. Key, that's, my, that's why I would say shake it. I would make a trade for DeAndre Hopkins, right? And mm. I love OBJ, but OBJ coming off another ACL at the age of 30, I, I, I look and I know exactly 
what D-Hop is. And I think D-Hop, with the questions that you had around Dak, all of a sudden that is your star that can go get you all those balls that you need to make plays down the stretch. Yeah, I agree with Jay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake it. But I would like them to get neither D-Hop nor Odell. Well, Odell's going to the Jets, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it looks that way, right? Unless the Giants. Aaron Rodgers wants him as part of the wish list. Yeah, I mean, if Odell went to the Cowboys, could you imagine? Because the Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl eventually. Imagine if it happens when he shows up. He's a made guy for He's a made man. Two different Super Bowl teams in L.A. and Dallas with the Cowboys. I mean, he'd be one of those made dudes forever and ever and ever. He'd be. All right, Keith. The Washington Commanders are the best landing spot for Lamar Jackson. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake, it. shake, shake that. Shake, no, shake that. The best landing spot is where he's at in exactly. Baltimore. Uh, but, you know, Washington certainly would be interesting given that Eric Bieniemy is over there and he could probably do some wonders with his talents. But I don't think that it's the best landing spot. I think being in Baltimore is your best landing spot. Why leave if you don't have to? I mean, I hear your statement, Key. And one of the things and where I want to push back is I wish I would say the best landing spot is actually a team that's going to invest in a wide receiver and actually would surround him with some pieces, right, and, and change the scheme. So, like, no, I'm not going to say Baltimore is the best landing spot. Now, it's never going to happen. The best landing spot would be San Francisco. The best landing spot would be the Miami Dolphins. I'd yeah. much rather see Lamar Jackson play for those two teams who want to surround him with the pieces in a system that seems archaic. I, I don't know that he doesn't have the pieces at receiver because what? because the system that look what I see he, what you're saying. Yeah. What he did under Greg Roman is what that's what they did. He didn't ask to run quarterback draws and sweeps from direct pitches from a tight end and that that's what they designed. That's why they went out and they got a new offensive coordinator so they could try to enhance the passing game, something Greg Roman I mean, I don't, I don't want to say he doesn't know anything about, but he doesn't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about the passing game, Key? Eh, nothing. So, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so uh, the best – I agree. So shake, I'm shaking Washington. The best place is the Ravens at this point. The only thing I'd say about that – I agree hypothetically it would be San Francisco, Jay, or Miami. That's not going to happen. The fact that because Joe Douglas – is friends with Ozzie Newsom because Ozzie Newsom used to be his boss. He's not going to do what's best for the Jets, which in fact would be to make an offer to Lamar Jackson's. Messed up because for Jets fans, a lot of Jets fans are worried about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's great, but for how much longer? And, and you know, what's it all going to mean in the end? Whereas Lamar Jackson might be great for another eight years, right? And with a young team and a young defense. Mm. Ooh. So, but, but see, I, I, it's not going to happen, so I'll, sh- so I'll but, shake But the Washington. thing is, though, Max, if you are Joe Douglas, it's not that you don't want to do anything because you were he was a mentor of yours for 10 years, yada, yada, yada. That's not the reason. The reason is, is if I offer up $280 million, I'm negotiating for you. I'm wasting my time. Why am I doing that? Why because you're hurting I, them. But what? But. I'm not in the hurt. That's not the but game. That, no, man. it is good. They're in your conference. That's, Make them overpay not, for the quarterback. It that's works. Not the, that's not the game. At best. It's right. just not. It's At not worst. the game. Huh? Yeah, You're not going to do that. All right. All right, Key. Jimmy G will lead the Vegas Raiders to the playoffs this season. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. They just got rid of Darren Waller, the be- one of the better tight ends in the National Football League. Yeah, where'd he you go? just took down. I mean, you just took away a safety blanket for a quarterback 
in the National Football League. Like, you literally just got rid of the tight end. You shipped him off to the New York Giants for a third-round pick. Like, come on, man, stop. Yeah. Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniels is certainly showing. It did Dare Waller's new wife says the reason he got traded oh. is because Josh McDaniels didn't get an invite to the wedding. I love it. <laughs> She's a savage for that. I I, I respected it. I, I I would shake it too. Look, I I think Jimmy understands the system better than a lot of people, obviously, because it experienced with Josh McDaniels. But I, Derek Carr to me is still a better quarterback, and I still think the AFC is loaded. I don't see it. I'm going to shake it. It wouldn't surprise me, though. Your love affair with Jimmy G, you're going to shake it? It wouldn't surprise me, though. Is he a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? No. Oh, okay. Better in the playoffs recently, though. All right, one more here. One more here. Take it or shake it. After a busy, very busy offseason, the Chicago Bears will make the playoffs next season. Take it or shake it, Key. Shake it! Shake it! Shake it, shake it. And I believe in my good friend Ryan Poles, such a great gentleman. Really had Michigan Avenue. I had a really uh, great visit with him. Isn't that what they say, Jay? A great visit, <laughs> great visit. Uh, with with Ryan Poles. But no, they're they're a couple years away from making the noise that we all think that they're going to make. This is a building situation for them. No rush. Yeah, even with Aaron Rodgers departing, like I, I'm going to shake it too. I, Minnesota's still going to be a good team. Detroit's still going to be a really good team. And even seeing their improvement, their trajectory. I mean, it's been incredible to watch what Dan Campbell has done with that squad and Jared Goff. So uh, I would shake it. I'm going to shake it. It's not as Feels key, right. as, keys, as you just said, like, the other teams are better in the division right now. And as Key said, not this year, not this fo- upcoming year, the following year. Yep. Yes. I, you know, Jay, I had a great visit with him. It was, it was just, you know, one of Squizzy. the most pleasant visits I've had with a general manager in a very long Did time. Did you click? Yeah, I, I, we we certainly uh, right off hit bat. on all cylinders. We talked about many things, including Jason. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about their relationship, and then <laughs> what a fine young man he's gonna do. He's gonna do great for Chicago, and you know, one of the bright young minds in all of professional sports. Family guy. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jay? Just because I can't with you. <laughs> Do I? What, oh, I just sound like I belong. Is yes. Take it or shake it. Like brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Wait, Go click Granger.com or just stop by. This line, Key. He's one of the great young minds we have in the game. Brilliant mind. Oh, it was a great visit. Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame coach Jim Beheim coming up. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? 
You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max ESPN Radio, and with us now, Jim Beheim, national champion and Hall of Fame coach, of course. Morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. How you doing, Coach B? I'm really good. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. Uh, I, you know, listen to those highlights, Steph Curry, Brian Leonard, nobody recruited those two guys. That's how <laughs> smart we are in college. <laughs> coach Beheim, you know um, – I just want to tell you guys real quick, Coach Beheim. really, I mean, obviously I played for Coach K, but Coach B elevated my career playing USA basketball, and it was kind of going in my sophomore year where I exploded. And, Coach, I'll, I'll never forget you said something to me. He said, Jay, just be you. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know who the hell I am yet, Coach. But you helped me find that person. Um, what has what coaching over the past 47 years meant to you, Coach? Well, it's everything. You know, to be able to coach at your school, uh, you know, play here, being a grad assistant, assistant coach and then coach for 47 years i've been here 61 years straight never left and uh it's just uh, i couldn't be happier i know what luke garrick meant when he said i'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth i i feel that way uh you just don't get that opportunity and uh it, it's it's just been an unbelievable experience and you know we have great we've had great players and great coaches to work with and i'm just so thrilled adrian autry is taking over and uh you know great player for us and he's been a great assistant coach and he's going to be a great head coach so i just couldn't be happier and the the, the week i've had you know it feels like there's a 200 pound weight right off your back when you know i, I kind of got used to it over 47 years but you know, I've been to Detroit to watch Buddy play. I'm going to go to Europe to watch Jimmy play in another couple of weeks. Uh, it's just a great feeling to. I did. I was a little scared of retirement, and actually, I'm thrilled. It's just just been great. It's been great uh, a great time. And I actually, all I'm doing is when I look backwards, I used to think of the losses. Now, when I look backwards, I'm just thinking about the wins. So. <laughs> that's a really good feeling. Exactly. Coach, I, I have to ask you, because knowing you for as long as I have, and I'm glad that that's the perspective that you have right now, but going back to after you guys um, lost an ACC tourney, did you want to stop coaching, Coach B? Did you think that you yeah, had way you know, more I decided, I decided about a month and a half ago, we lost four games in a row by 20 points, and, you know, nothing like that had ever happened to us. Um, and, and, you know, the losses, we probably should have lost to those teams. But, it, you know, we we were 17 and, you know, 15 this year. We, we played six, five freshmen a lot. Three started at times. Um, you know, we expected to be about 17. But the way we played those games, uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. The only reason there was an awkward press conference is we hadn't met to, you know, figure out what's going to happen. And uh, we met right after that for an hour, and everything was settled. Everybody's happy. 
And uh, it, it, I wish it had been it happened the week before, but it didn't. But no, I would tell you if if I had wanted to coach, uh, I would have told everybody. You know, I don't, I don't hold back when when something happens. But uh, I was done and uh, happy to be done. It, it ended not as well as I'd like this year, but. I've had 47 years, 45 pretty darn good ones, and a couple, two or three that were a little bit down. But uh, overall, I'm I'm pretty happy with the whole whole body of work, as as they say. Talking to Coach Jim Beheim, national champion, of course, and Hall of Fame coach. Coach, I can't even imagine doing. And I'm 49, right? I'll be 50 in <laughs> August. So I was born in '73. You've been coaching, head coach, since '76. I can't imagine doing anything for 47 years. So whether or not you're, you, you, it's, it's out of your system or you've come to the end of it, what is this like? What an adjustment to make. Yeah, you know, I thought it would be harder, and maybe it will next year, but I don't think so. I've talked to Coach K a lot, and uh, he's really been happy. I've talked to, to Jay, Jay Wright, um, and they both – are really doing well and I'm already I've got a couple projects to work with kids up here in Syracuse with Julie and, and our foundation uh, for next year um, you know I've got to do some some things uh, for the university which I'm looking forward to but really I, I I could not be happier right now you know coaches right now are out they're trying to see if they can keep their players Number one, they're good players, and they're they're pretty good players, and they're trying to look in the transfer portal to see if there's somebody there that can help them, trying to figure out how they do that, and then they're getting ready for spring, you know, workouts and everything. Um, we're going to take a summer trip this summer, trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, you know, it's it's 365 days a year. And I loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. But now that I have retired, it's just a great feeling to get up and not have to worry about the NIL and the transfer portal. Those two things are here to stay. They're going to be very difficult to navigate. I think coaches will do it. But we'll have a different game going forward in terms of how we get players and, you know, how they fit in, and if they'll stay. We just retired Hakeem Warwick's jersey, and his freshman year he played about 10 minutes a game, maybe. And I don't think he'd come back in today's world. But he came back and blocked the shot that won the national championship the next year, the very next year. So different world today. Uh, I think it has led to a lot more balance. I think you're going to see huge number of upsets or close games this year in the tournament, which I think is good for college basketball. But there's a very slim line between the teams that are supposedly not power schools or the fifth and sixth place team in a league and the top teams in a league. There's very. I mean, you look at these teams. Who do you think out there that team can't be beat? There, there is none. There's nobody. Uh, I have to go with Jay Will, who really 
qualifying our team one year for the uh, junior for the world championship with his on his shoulders. But I look at his school. I mean, what are they? Eighteen and one in the one game that they didn't get the two foul shots they yeah. should have gotten, and they had an eighty percent free throw shooter on the line. He he makes one of those. They could be at a nineteen twenty game winning streak. So. You get, you gotta like Duke, a, a fifth seed? No, they're not a fifth seed. Basketball Hall of Famer Jim Beheim joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, uh, Coach. I I do want to ask you something because you you made mention of Hakeem Work and you talked about the transfer portal. Um, how difficult is it to actually coach kids these days when it doesn't feel like they need to be held accountable? Because if you coach them too hard, <laughs> they can just leave and go into transfer portal. Like I, I, well, <laughs> I had guys this year that were young, and I I coached them really hard. Not as probably quite as hard as I used to, but pretty hard. I think you have to coach them that way. Uh, some are going to leave. Some uh, one guy I was really hard on is coming back. I mean, he was even coming back before I left. It wasn't just me, but I was really hard on him. But he really improved. And I think he saw that. So I think you can still coach hard, uh, but it's just part of coaching. You have to be aware that guys are going to leave, and you have to kind of plan ahead. Well, we're, this guy could leave. So it's difficult because you 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 can't wait until a guy tells you he's leaving because that could be May. Mm-hmm. So do you get a guy in that position? And, and it's also hard to get a guy in that position because you have a guy in that position. So it's very hard to manage when you get a kid, when you don't get a kid. Uh, We had 10, we actually had 12 scholarship players this year, which I never have, but we were afraid we were going to lose some guys and we didn't. And so we actually had too many guys. So it's very difficult to navigate and uh, it's, it's, but it is, it's there um, it, it's interesting that half the guys that transfer out of 1,600 guys, about half of them struggle to find a scholarship. And of the other half, about 50% of them did worse where they transferred to. So some make it and you read about it, but some really struggle. It, it's hard when you transfer. It's It's great for players to have that freedom, but you 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 make mistakes that way, but you can make mistakes sometimes. I've had many guys that didn't play as freshmen that much that went on to have tremendous careers. Jeremy Grant's going to sign for about $120 million with Portland, and he didn't he played as a freshman, mm-hmm. but not a lot, mm-hmm. but he became a great player. So it's hard. It's a hard world to navigate right now. This mm. that is Coach Jim Beheim, ladies and gentlemen, who is happy in retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, thanks I a million think for joining thing when us. You, guys, yep. you know, when you guys talk about things, I love listening to you. But one thing about the money: mm-hmm. there's 250 schools that play college basketball that don't play college football that mm-hmm. don't make any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't make a penny, even though there's a billion dollar NCAA tournament contract and. Probably 90% of the football schools don't make any money either. So it's a hard time in college athletics. I'm happy the players are getting money. It just didn't turn out the way everybody thought. 
NIL would turn out. Mm. Thank you, Coach. All right, Coach. Thanks, guys. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It is time for the Boost Mobile Tournament Preview here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Jay's takeaways, these are players to watch in each NCAA tournament region. Take it away, Jay. So as my high school coach used to always tell me, kiss, Jay. I'm like, what the hell is that? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple. So I'm going to give you simple names of people who have been stars in college basketball over the last several months that you need to pay attention to to help your bracket in each region. So first off, let's start off with the South region. I'm going with Nate Oates and the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've talked about him for some off-the-court challenges, yet nothing has been charged. Yo, but Brandon Miller might low-key be the college basketball version of Paul George. 6'9", lanky frame, averaging 18.5 points per game, shooting 45% from the field. The kid can shoot the ball from deep. He can get the ball. He can get to the rim off the dribble. And he does have a nice little in-between game as well. That's your person to follow in the South region for the number one overall seed, Alabama Crimson Tide. Let's go to the East. I'm going to talk about my five seed. Yes, the Duke Blue Devils. Please just beat Oral Roberts tonight. But in order for them to do so, Kyle Filipowski, a seven-footer, Freshman took the MVP award in the ACC tournament and has been the key ingredient to Duke's success this season. He can go for 20-10 and 10 on any given night, and he brings a strong ability in the passing game as well. He can play with his back to the basket, can also take you out, space you on the perimeter, use and pick and pop a ton. The kid is a lethal character. He is a name to follow in the East region for the Duke Blue Devils. Let's go to the Midwest. I'm going to go IU. My wife graduated from IU. I like IU. I like the energy that they bring to the table. Didn't really pan out in a Big Ten tournament the way I would have wanted them to. But Trace Jackson Davis, a veteran leader. He leads the Hoosiers in points per game at 20 points per game. He's a do-it-all type player, guys. He can do it defensively. He can block shots. He's elite athletic ability. He can bang on you when he wants. And he's a tough matchup in the post because he can play inside and out. He cleans up the glass. Plus, he protects the rim. And he's a legitimate passer. A superstar in the making here on a collegiate level. He's a guy that's going to make a bigger name for himself in March Madness. That's in your Midwest. Let's go out to the West. I'm going to go with my guy, Hakez Jr. for UCLA. All right, Senior leader for the Bruins. I know they fell to UNC last year in a great matchup in the Sweet 16. But Hakez has scored more points this season and improved from beyond the arc. And he has a clutch gene. 
He's the type of player I feel like can get UCLA to the Final Four. Now, look, the way he plays inside and out, they have guard play. He can knock down shots. He's a guy that if he gets hot, Hakez, Jamie Hakez Jr. is a guy that could take over a game. Those are the four players I want to give you to watch for March Madness that starts today at 12.15 p.m. Switch to Boost Mobile for the power to save on one of America's largest 5G networks. You can, by the way, download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. We've got to be over $20 million. It was closing in on $20 million about an hour ago, right? Brackets. You can fill out up to 25 men's and women's brackets for more chances to win. So, Jay, your final four. Texas, UCLA, Alabama, Houston. And we'll see if Sasser can play for Houston. We'll see as, as an injury. We'll see it comes about. But we'll see if they can get there. I'm sorry. Texas, UCLA, and who? Alabama. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's not my final four. No, that's wait, I did so many brackets. That's right. Me too. I, you got Where am I? Where, your Shane, bracket what do I got? Let me pull my bracket. You got Alabama, Houston, Texas, Texas, and Duke. Duke. What am I talking yeah. for this show? Listen, oh, like you had different brackets, you. Jay? Hold on, hold on. We got to, wait, hold on. You, I, I'm going to you for this information, the full breakdown, and you tell them you got multiple brackets? I'm in multiple office pools. I try to win money. Hey, wait, Shannon, I don't know if you heard about it. You can fill up to 20. You can fill out up to 25 men's and women's brackets. For what more do you chances think to win. Is, you think I'm going to come out with one bracket for every office pool I'm in? Crazy. What's wrong with you? Hell no. Got at least five There's brackets no in each that. pool. Yeah. We're trying to win money out here. Yates, you better start talking to Shannon now. Yeah. Come we on, got different got brackets, different, different places, of course, like anyone. Of course. Can I, let me ask you guys a question, Key, as we look at the tournament challenge, and obviously we're seeing if we can get the 20 million brackets uh, by the end of our show today. Is March Madness the best tournament format, or would you rather see it be – not a one-and-done scenario. Like, for me, like, I like the one-and-done until I get to the Final Four. Then I want to see best of three. I wish we can go best of three when we get to the Final Four. Because I want to see the best team. Like, I don't mind, like, all the, you know, one shining moment and the shots and the five seed could be a 12, and I get all the upsets. But when I finally get there, I, I do want to see more. I feel like when I get to the Final Four. So that's why I'm like, can we do a best of three when we get to the Final Four? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No? You're right. That would improve it. But I like things the way they are for some stupid reason. No, I, look, it, it injects a randomness into the tournament that is a yeah, huge part of the appeal. Win. Yeah, no doubt. That's part of the appeal. NBA yeah. best team always wins. That, that like, you know, you, you know, early on, this is a rare year where you go, I'm not sure who's going to win the title, right? NFL, best team always wins? Nope. Nope. Because it's one no, and done. Keep it, See? Keep it, one keep and it done. the same way it is, one and done. Because if you get to the final four – and it's a best of three, Jay. You know, every now and then you get a a, a bracket buster, Loyola, so Chicago. to speak. In, yeah. Yeah, in the yeah. final four. They're never going to – like, you just know they can't beat that team. You know, uh, best of three. You just you just know. I guess it's I'm like, trying to do anything on. to extend the best basketball period in college basketball throughout the year. You know what I mean? Like, anything to make it a little bit more. Because it's hap- – I mean, oh, this is the first weekend. I mean, their game's on the 12-15. Like, every single day is just jam-packed. I want to keep that going. Are you – no, I guess you wouldn't be, huh? What? I was say, are you working any other, any other tournament games? No, no, CBS and TNT. Have that's why I said – that's why I just said – I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I guess not. Yeah. guess you wouldn't be. Oh, we're still working. Dickie B's going to join us at 9.15 a.m. Eastern, by the way. Diaper Dandy, he's an easy Insurance, Rogers talk coming up, KJM. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.